Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you guys have enjoyed your week so far. I got a great episode to kick your weekend off. But before I do that, just wanted to make sure that you guys are following me on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you guys really want some good nuggets, I've taken a lot of courses. I've gathered a lot of knowledge throughout this podcast world, throughout my sales world. Uh, I've taken a lot of courses and I'm given a lot of knowledge and doing a lot of networking through my Discord channel. So if you guys want to join that, uh, message me on Twitter or Instagram at daltonkjensen.com. Uh, or if you see any of those, there's a link uh, to the Discord channel uh, through my website. So go join the Discord channel. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm kind of leaving Facebook alone for a little bit. The group will still be there and there'll still be a lot of good things in the group. But uh, kind of going more towards Twitter and Instagram because that's where I found a lot of my good followers are. So uh, if you're following me out there, thank you. If you're not, go do it. That'd be awesome. But without further ado, let me introduce Omar Alvarez, who is the owner of Symbiosis, which is a hiring platform for top developers. He developed this to hire, to help uh, startups source top talent from Latin America. So there's a few of these out there, but really uh, this is a great one for Latin America. You can go check out his website at symbiosis.team, S-I-M-B-I-O-S-I-S. And on top of all of that, he's got a great story. I mean, it's fantastic. They're based out of uh, Austin, Texas, but uh, he's been doing a lot of good work. They're really changing the game for startups and for uh, web development and full stack, backend development, things like that. So uh, check out his amazing story. If you need anything like that, go check out his website. But uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And uh, Omar Alvarez, everybody, thank you for listening. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. What book would you write? Ooh, that's a good question, man. Um, I guess... Um, given that I, I really like history, uh, yeah. maybe I will center all my, my time and efforts on writing on someone that I admire. Uh, maybe, um, I don't know, but I really like my, my family a lot. So maybe I okay. can write the story of my family uh, so it can stay forever. You know, like once you write a book, it stays forever. It, it gets immortal. So that's, that's something that I'm really interested in. Wow, right on, dude. Well, that's great. That's <laughs> I appreciate awesome. That, man. Yeah. Well, let's uh dude, well, let's hop right into it, man. I don't do any fancy intros. Everybody knows that who listens, but uh you're the owner of Symbiosis, is that what it's called? Yeah, Symbiosis, that's right. Mm, symbiosis. All right, tell me more about that. You uh it's like a recruiting kind of platform. Yeah, it's interesting because uh you know the nearshore model uh at all? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so basically what happened there is that there's a lot of software development companies uh, in countries like Mexico, Argentina, Colombia, that they are more like service companies assigning their own developers to projects uh, in the U.S., right? So what we try to do here is that at Symbiosis, we created a marketplace for connecting tech companies in the U.S., mainly startups, with software agencies in, in countries uh, like Mexico, Argentina, Colombia that have available talent so they can connect each other and, and share the talent. So basically, instead of being a service company, we're uh, moving to the next step and building this platform 
so building a marketplace that will make it way more efficient so you can find all the talent you require. Yeah, wow. So like um so like these people in Latin America then can, you know, pick up side gigs and things like that. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's more like a full-time job. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And and instead of freelancers, you're dealing with agency developer and there's a huge difference there. You know, okay. like there are a lot of platforms like Upwork or TopTal that yeah. they, they help you to connect with freelancers. But one of the main problems that we have heard from our current clients is that they don't like to work with freelancers, given of the lack of accountability, the lack of commitment. So what we're doing here is that you're dealing with an agency that already have those engineers as, as in-house employees, and they will assign them to your project like full time. And if there's a problem, there's always uh, the support from the agency there. Oh yeah, no, that's a great point actually, because I, you know, I'm, I've used Fiverr quite a bit. And yeah, the problem with Fiverr is like, it's very, the problem that I see with like Fiverr and Upwork in these places, along with the things that you mentioned, you know, accountability, um, commitments and things like that, uh, is like, like short-term versus long-term. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't want to hire them for one project, but I don't want to keep going back and ordering on Fiverr. I just want you to like, you know, we, we set up a contract or a term or something, and then I just want you to run with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I do. Yeah, and I agree with you. And one thing that we solve uh, through our model is that this is a flexible monthly model. Every month you decide if you want to continue or not. And the engineers will be assigned to your project for as long as you need, six months, one year. And after one year working through our model, you can offer uh, the developers a direct contract. So they become like your in-house employees. So this is a, a pretty convenient way for uh, to, 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 to start working with the developers and after, afterwards, if you realize that they're a good fit, you can bring them on to your, to your own company. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. So it's almost like a, it's almost like an advanced, like, I don't want to say temp agency, but it's kind of like a temp, like you, they get to try out, like taste an employee. And then if they like it, they can keep going. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that's really cool. But then now this is more of like, you know, because like traditional temp agencies will be like brick and mortar and they're more maybe... Mm-hmm maybe they're more um, like trade oriented where people are looking for plumbers or electricians or something like that. But you're yeah. focused on like tech and now, right. and, and your employees are, are they remote? Is it just, is it remote work? Yeah, that's right. That's 100% remote. And what we're doing here is that none of these developers are uh, our developers. Uh, what we do here is that we're just a marketplace, a platform that connects you with the agencies that already have them as employees. So it is easier for us to scale and to grow as a platform. And uh-huh. given that we're not limited to our own resources, uh, we're able to provide the top talent in different technologies, right? So their front-end development, back-end, mobile. So given that we're, we don't have those engineers like in-house and we have to look for them and hire, we only need to tap to a specialized uh, software agency in, in Mexico, for example. Uh, or in Argentina, and they, they will be able to provide top quality talent there. Wow, dude, that's awesome! <laughs> oh, I appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And what? So, I mean, is that the space that you're in? Are you in tech right now? Are you in that kind of that SaaS world? Yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, just talking a bit about, about myself. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur for the last ten years. Uh, one of the first companies uh, were on software as well. And then I moved to Harvard and we, we launched a, a advanced material 
that help people regulate their body's temperature. The idea was to focus on athletes and the project is still active. Uh, I spent uh, around four years there. And then after uh, around two years ago, I decided to, to move uh, to the next project and create Symbiosis, just uh, the current project that, that, we, that we have. And yeah, I, I believe that this is part of being an entrepreneur, you know, like a, a serial entrepreneur. You're always trying to, 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 to build the next thing. And I realized that remote work is something that is going to happen. So, uh, you know, it's, it's happening right now. And with COVID and, and all that stuff, it's, it's growing at a fast rate. So our idea is to, to help and accelerate and create the best tools to, to make it easier. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't think uh, remote work is going away. Especially, well, especially for like uh, development and like engineers and things like that. Yeah. Like if you're full stack or front end, back end mobile, I mean, like you, you don't really need, you know what I mean? I mean, it's kind of nice, I guess, if you're close, you can go into the office, but you don't really need it. I mean, we, we have all the tools now, nowadays that like you can be fully remote and do your job exceptionally well. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, one thing that uh, we realized that is that, like, for example, software engineers can work from their own uh, home without any problem. But there's a, a particular advantage of having an, an office. In this case, uh, with the software agencies that they provide the office space, uh, sometimes they can gather there and they share talent and they share, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like some, uh, some feedback and stuff about their own code. So... Yeah. Given that they are specializing in, a, in the same technology, it is easier to ask a senior developer, if you're a mid-level developer, to ask a senior for a particular issue that you're having with your own project. So, yeah, there's always an advantage to, to keep working uh, in, a, in a safe space about doing remote projects. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's incredible. So what kind of feedback have you gotten from... Because here's one big thing that I've kind of read about that they're slowly starting to like, I guess, you know, research because your remote work is more prevalent, but like when you do like your remote work and you have your, you know, the people who are doing this work, um, like the agencies that are fulfilling this, have you heard any of like, I mean, once they go, you know, remote, once, once they're brought on as full-time, if that ever, you know, if that were to happen, you know, um, but before that, do you ever get like, uh, feedback from the employees that are like, you know, they don't, they don't have as many opportunities in the remote workplace or like maybe they don't, they're not seen as like, you know, like a real employee or something like that. What's up everybody. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by sauced up salsa and sauced up salsa with so many different flavors to choose from. When you add in their homemade chips, they're perfect for family nights, date nights, and Really, anytime you need chips and salsa. The best part, I know the owner personally, and he puts all of his heart and soul into every recipe they put out. Their locally sourced ingredients are fire roasted to perfection every time, making it the best salsa you'll have in your life. So with the best salsa out there, what are you waiting for? Go visit SaucedUpSalsa.com, and when you sign up for their newsletter, you'll get 10% off your order. So go visit SaucedUpSalsa.com and tell them that the Thinking Project sent you. Yeah, that's a, a good question. So something that is happening right now in the in the region is that we're having a, a tech boom here in, in South and Central America. You know, uh, normally when you ask someone in the, in the States, hey, they are looking to hire talent, they will say like, yeah, I, I, I'm outsourcing talent from 
Asia or Europe, you know, and, yeah. and that's, that's great. They are super well positioned. And, and the thing here is that maybe there's a little difficulty there because of the different time zones and also some cultural barriers. But normally uh, people are used to work on, on that, right? So it, it works. But right now here, uh, we're in the same continent. So we share the same time zones and yeah. people are really, really proficient in English. So it is easier to communicate uh, with them as well. And one problem that they have, even though that uh, the, there's a technology boom in, in the, the region, a lot of companies are focused on local environments. So all their developers uh, are used to work on local projects and they, they are very, very interested in, in going um, for better opportunities and maybe to, to explore and to, to also uh, improve their talent, right? To, to, yeah. to actually work for... for uh, for, for companies that are really changing the world. So they, they look for startups in Silicon Valley, in Texas, in Boston, in the, in the U.S. in general. They say like, hey, we want to be part of those companies. So that's why when you, you present them an opportunity to, to be part of this team, uh, these teams, mm-hmm. they, 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 they are really, really motivated and excited about it. That's, that's cool. Yeah, because I mean, I've just heard, and I mean, that answers the question perfectly. But like, uh, you know, I just heard that a lot where you get that kind of, you get that a bit where it's like, ah, yeah, they're a remote worker. Do you, let me ask you this. Do you do any data? I mean, on workers that go like employees that end up going full-time to these companies and stay hundred percent remote. Do they have any issues with like being promoted or getting things like that? That's a, a really good question, Dalton. So no, at this moment, we don't have that information, like okay. uh, what happened afterwards, right? Given that we're still, uh, like uh, we have two years in the market, uh, I realized that one of the first uh, developers, they already have about 18 months uh, from being assigned and they continue to be in the same position at, at this moment. Sure. Maybe it has something to do with being remote. I, I don't know. But if you're a good developer, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you will start getting, uh, I don't know, the, the trust from your your, your yeah, the employer, right? yeah. uh, the employer yeah. and then they will say like, you know what, he's a really good employee. Uh, it, it makes a lot of sense to to promote him right to a higher position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I and yeah, I mean, I I was just curious on that. I I mean, what you're doing is like really cool, and I don't know and. Personally, I don't know a lot about the IT world, so I don't know what kind of promote. You know what I mean? I've been a sales yeah. guy most of my life, so I, I don't I don't know a hundred percent what like promotion looks like. So I was just curious, but but that's incredible. What made you? Uh, I mean, you kind of talked about it a little bit, but just from the beginning, mm-hmm. I mean, you said you've been an entrepreneur for ten years, uh, yeah. mostly in tech. Uh, I mean, what made you take the entrepreneur route? What made you do serial entrepreneurship? Right. So um, I was in college uh, about 10 years ago when I, I realized that there was uh, this program in, in our university uh, focused on, on helping you develop new entrepreneurship skills and yeah. to start your own company and learn from it. So I entered to that, to that course and um, I started working on my first project. Yeah, the, which is was uh, basically uh, there was like a business incubator where you get accepted to the incubator there, and they yeah, help yeah, you yeah. with mentors and all the stuff to build your own project. Wow. So I, I was doing that uh, in parallel with uh, during my career, and yeah. so 
it's something that started making a lot of sense for me, you know, like since day one, I was like, okay, I, I can spend, I, I like to work. And that's something that I, uh, <laughs> I, I really do. So uh, I, I was at the uh, beginning, my main mission was, or my, my goal was to be able to, to allocate the most of my time to things that I wanted to do. And I realized that sometimes if you get a job, you are forced to do some things that you don't like or things like that. So maybe in this case, it was like, I like to work and I like to work as much as possible on my own mm -hmm. project to, to see if it's a, a success or not. So that's how I started uh, with, the, with the company. Then I failed and I failed a lot <laughs> with, the, with the previous companies. And it's something that you just start learning from, from that. You get more experience and then just start from the, from the experience that, that you had before. That's cool. So you said, yeah, I mean, that's that's an incredible story. But you had in college, I kind of want to go back to the beginning because I'm just curious about this part of the story. Sure. You were in college and they had a like a business incubator. They had a, a program about entrepreneurship, kind of help you start your own business. What college was that? Uh, the name is Tech de Monterrey. It's located in Monterrey, Mexico. Wow. Yeah. That's it's one cool. of the top universities in, in Mexico. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. I mean... Because one of the things, I mean, you know, you you said you used to live in Texas, right? One of the one of the things like that's big in the U.S. is like, why doesn't you know colleges don't teach business and and there's a few like business specific colleges, but uh, that's one of the big ones in the U.S. is like, you know, you can scroll through LinkedIn real quick and just and you'll be bound to find a post that says something like colleges should teach entrepreneurship or they don't teach entrepreneurship yeah. and there's stuff like that. So that's kind of cool that you had that opportunity in that college. To kind of like, and they kind of helped you grow it. I mean, it's an ingenious idea. I mean, every every uh, university in uh, in the United States should do that. Should have at least one, one program. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> yeah, and it is good that you mentioned this because well, the, the university was located in Monterrey, Mexico, like uh -huh. uh, Monterrey. So it is one of the few uh, universities that also uh, promotes entrepreneurship. You know, a lot of them, they are, sure. they are just like programmed to, to develop people for working on different <laughs> companies. Right. So, so I believe that, um, that there was an, an advantage and I believe, like you mentioned that all the universities should have at least one program, uh, during the, the, the whole career. So you can explore what it means to, to build your own company. And uh, there's like 100% probability that you will fail. And that's, that's okay. You know, that, that's, yeah. that's not important. The thing is that you try it out and, and you see if it's for you or not. If it's not for you, that's okay. You know, like yeah. it, it, that's, that's okay. But you, you should at least try once and, and see if it's a good fit or not. Yeah. Well, you mentioned like, you mentioned, um, just being able to try it. Right. And seeing if it's for you or not. I think that's still valuable. Like, even if you don't want to do it, you understand what kind of work it takes to like run your own business. You have some kind of like empathy. So when you get into like, cause you know, there's a lot of startups, you know, in, right. in you know, North America, central South America, like there's a ton of startups. Right. And so you're in, in college, one of those jobs might be a startup and just understanding like the grit and the hustle and the determination that it takes, you know, you start to, because sometimes, you know, if, if you don't understand the business principles and what it takes to start a business, it'd be very easy for you to slip into one of these startups and be like, and be like, ah, these guys aren't doing this. These guys aren't doing this and, and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, you have no empathy. There's no like, 
There's no right. understanding there. You know what I mean? But if you do, yeah. at, least, if, at least you know it's not for you, but at least you also understand like, hey, I get it, dude. Like this is really <laughs> yeah. tough and blah, 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 right? Right. I, I think that one thing that, uh, that is very, very important is that if you have the opportunity to join an existing startup, well, that will teach you a lot. You know, like you will learn from, from firsthand at the experience of these founders uh, they can they can share with you. If you're joining a company that has... I don't know, 15 to 30 uh, people, that's the early stage of the company, right? So you, you're able to, to see and to, to explore and to understand all the, the processes that they have inside the, the company and you can learn a lot from it and then start your own company. That's also super valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any kind of, any kind of like, you know, insight into, you know, a startup, or like a business is you're right, dude. It's just in fact, like I work for a startup right now. One of my, you know, my main sales gig. Um, so I have, I have my main sales gig and then I have a few, you know, little side gigs and businesses mm-hmm. that I own um, that actually like pay me almost as much as my other one. The <laughs> You know, so I'm going to go off on a little tangent. I'm not like a nine to five basher. Like a okay. lot of these like entrepreneur people are like, leave your nine to five, ditch your nine to five. And I'm like, dude, if you love it, like, like I'm a sales guy. And so I'm with a team that's that's wonderful. They've got a great product. And it's like, I love being there, even though my side stuff does very well for me. Like, it's just fun to be part of a team and to, and to feel like you're growing something. And so anyway, that was just one part, you know, my little tangent, because I'm not like, and, and then I went to college, so I'm not a college basher either. I'm just like a be happy kind of guy. Like, if you want to go to, if you want to go to college, like go to college, be smart about it. If you want to go off on your own, go off on your own be smart about it. You know what I'm saying? And just like, enjoy this journey of entrepreneurship and stuff like that. I, I agree with you on that. Dalton. I believe that the, the main thing here is that you enjoy what you're doing. If yeah. you realize that you're not enjoying what you're doing at all, <laughs> it is moment to change, man. And, and you're always thinking like, oh, maybe next yeah. year, maybe no, do it now. You know, like it, that's, that's the important thing because life yeah. is too short. It's way too short. So, <laughs> so, so if, true, if you're not enjoying your, your time uh, for, I don't know, it's normal that sometimes you don't enjoy what you're doing at a certain sure. point, but if that continues for, for a long time, it's time to change. That's, well, that's yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I think you brought up a great point that I've been trying to describe, but I think intuitively during this conversation, we've kind of discovered this. Like you're going to have bad days and that's not a big deal, right? You have yeah. bad days. You, sometimes you have bad weeks and in startups, man, you might have a, you know, I have a couple bad months, but it's, but there's a difference between like struggling and hustling mm-hmm. and like, a, and like actually hating what you're doing. You know, if you have the vision and you can go through the mud a little bit, but if you don't, makes the mud, you know, it makes, it makes the mud the not deer, work. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great. Yeah. Great point. Thicker, really, 100%. <laughs> great, dude. So, so for you, um, what helps you kind of stay on top of your business game? What helps you, uh, you know, get through these kind of slumps if, if you've had any, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have, but, but what kind of helps you get through these things? Uh, I, I believe that uh, you already mentioned it. That is the, the vision. Uh, me and my other, my other two co-founders shared the same vision on, on this. And uh, we believe that we, we really need to create these tools for connecting the north part of the central and south part of, of America, right? Like there's a whole yeah. continent 
And I believe that it's been uh, a while since, since, since we haven't been connected in a certain way. So it is time that we, we allow this region to, to thrive and to grow and to also share knowledge, share the culture, you know. So this is something that really motivates us. Like, okay, we can create a company that will be the main tool for connecting all these countries together in, in the tech side, right? So at least uh, connecting by tech, they, they can they can create beautiful things, beautiful companies together. And that's something that, that really resonates with our team. And, and we believe that we, we need to work hard on that. Uh, it's the only way to make it possible. We are creating opportunities for other people that otherwise they, they wouldn't be there. Uh, for both yeah. sides, right? Like uh, startups in America, they benefit from hiring people. And, and the developers, they benefit from having this kind of opportunities. So we're creating that, that kind of opportunities and that motivates us. Yeah, that's incredible. You know, I mean, that's a great way to do it, you know, like giving everybody the opportunity. And, you know, yeah, like you mentioned, like a lot of uh, startups go overseas, you know, like more Eastern. Yeah. Right. And so it's it's nice to kind of be, dude, it is nice to be in the same time zone. Man. It, it is. <laughs> it's unreal. You know, yeah. like, like we have some, you know, I worked at companies where like our stuff was in Turkey. Okay. And that was a nightmare. I mean, and I don't know what, I've never been to Turkey, but it felt like every other week was like a holiday for them. And so like, we're already 12 like hours different and they have like a five day holiday. And what felt like to me, it was like every, like three times a month, they had like a holiday where like no one worked. It was like, like oh my God. Yeah. Real. Yeah, we got we have heard like nightmare stories uh, as well from from founders that tell us like uh, I had just a silly question. I have to wait one day in order to get an answer, and it was killing me because I had a presentation with my investors the next day. So all this yeah. time, you know, it's, it's yeah. Crazy. So yeah, times. I mean, and if you're one hour difference or whatever like that, like that's no, not well, a big deal. Yeah. yeah, you're like okay, we we can figure this out, and <laughs> and I'm sure and if it's an easy question to answer, you know, like for me, like. Uh, if it's an easy question to answer and someone and someone messages me or something, you know, I, if it's easy to just answer it right then, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously depending, but it's, but it's nice like that way. So I think that that's a great like idea. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so with your agency, with your startup, um, you connect these people and then you kind of, and then, the, and then you get paid just on, on the transaction that happens there, kind of like a, finder, kind of like a finder's fee or something. Well, yeah. What, what happened here is that uh, we don't charge you as a client anything. Okay. We charge the partner agencies that we have uh, as, as as partners inside of the platform. Uh, we charge a fee once they assign some to, to a project. So they, it's it's pretty convenient because that uh, facilitates all the process a lot. Uh, the companies in, uh, in the U.S., they post the technical profile they're looking for, meaning like this technology, these many years of experience, and, and they set the monthly budget. They will say like, I'm looking for a React developer uh, with five plus years of experience, and I only have $4,000 per month tops, right? Or $5,000 per month tops. And, and then all the software agencies that we have, we already have a little bit over 40 software uh, agencies. Most wow. of them are located in Mexico, but we also have in Colombia, in Argentina, in Chile, and Uruguay. 
And they, they see the project and they start presenting the candidates that meet their, their, their requirements and are also below the budget. Uh, so you can, you as a client, you get access to a dashboard with all their profiles. You can evaluate them, see if it's a good fit. You can ask for an interview. You can book an interview inside the platform. And once you, <laughs> once you decide to hire someone, uh, you will make all the payments inside the platform. So you don't have to worry about different currencies. You will pay all in dollars. We use Stripe. So that's pretty yeah. convenient for a, for a company. You don't have to worry about legislation and payments and taxes and all <laughs> this take, stuff. You take care of all that, dude. Yeah, we take care of all of, oh. of, of all that. And and yeah, uh, uh, in this in, in your own account, you get all the this is uh, like a small dashboard as well of all the yeah. developers that you have yeah. hired, and you can decide if you want to continue or not every month with them. So that's pretty pretty helpful. Um, and yeah, that's that's how to process. We charge. We only charge once they they assign someone, and we charge a fee to the to the agency. Uh, that that's the only the only payment we get. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, no, that's nice because then there's like there's not a whole lot of risk. It's like no, like we've already we've already got the deal. Like we've got we know we've got a contract, and once it's all solid, then you pay us. And so there's not a whole lot of risk at that point. It's just like, okay. Exactly, and and the first month is a trial period, meaning that if you see if it's not uh, not fit, uh, then you can decide to, to stop the collaboration right away. Uh, you can say like, okay, uh, after two weeks it was not a fit, uh, you're gonna stop it right there, or you can hire another developer from the same agency and change and see if it's a, a better fit. So that's wow. that's pretty convenient. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Holy cow, that's cool. <laughs> you, I mean, you really made it, you've really made it really seamless like for both kind of parts, you know, like, hey, we don't really like him or, or and can the agency say, hey, we don't really like this company? Like for whatever reason, I mean, like, like is the arbitrary word, but you know what I yeah. mean? We're just not vibing. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So at this moment, um, is it just, I mean, it's just the companies? It's just companies, yeah. The, okay. the agency, what, what they do is that in case there's not a good fit because the client is not paying on time or something like that, yeah. we, we we intervene and we talk with the client and we express those those problems. And oh, if it's not okay. cool, then the, 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 the agency can stop the collaboration right away. But only if there's no payment or in the extreme cases that something is going on that they are, I don't know, uh, having a bad sure. The, the developer or something like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, I and, I and like I said, I I guess that would be in extreme cases. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just, it's just kind of nice. Like that's 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 really cool. That's uh that's great, man. Holy cow. Well, <laughs> I mean, so for you, like what you know, um, like this whole company. I mean, where is it going? Like, where do you want it to go? Like, what do you want to do? Right. So. Given that we're focusing on developing the, the platform, uh, uh-huh. we see we see this platform uh, becoming like the main source of talent from Latin America. That's yeah. our, our goal. So if you, you want to hire someone uh, to, to work remotely in your project, and you, you will use Symbiosis instead of going directly to each country and putting in Google like developers in Mexico, developers in Argentina. This is, uh, this, this is like one-stop um, yeah. solution, right? So... That's our, our, our main goal. We need to create a tool that actually works for both sides, for from the client and also from yeah. the partners. We're still on baby steps in that part, even though that we have automated a lot of parts of the of the, of the platform. 
we still to, to hire more people. We were six uh, full-time people at the moment. And yeah, the two co-founders and other three uh, awesome guys that are working on this. And uh, the, the idea here is that we need to hire at least uh, 10 or more uh, during this year in order to, to move faster on the product development and also to build a sales team here in the U.S. I'm the only one doing the commercial efforts, so you can imagine that we need more people. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. Are you, so you're doing all the sales just on your own? Yeah. So this you're moment, reaching yeah. out to people and... Yeah, Dang, exactly. Man, that's tough. You, you know, I'm in Salt Lake, man. That's like the that's like the startup tech. One of them, anyway. Got like okay. like, like some of the like Salt Lake's a big SaaS tech startup. Like, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, they they, they you have like a, a lot of accelerators, right? Right in Salt Lake, they, they also give grants to, to companies so they can move to Salt Lake City and, and build their company. Right? I think so. Yeah, I don't yeah. know a ton about those, but I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, yeah. You know, Salt Lake's a Salt Lake's a big one. I think Austin is a bit Austin, Texas is a big yeah. I think uh, Massachusetts, like Boston, yeah, Boston, is also, Boston is also a big one. Yeah, well, and then obviously like the obviously Valley. like the Pacific, Pacific <laughs> yeah. Northwest. LA and, yeah, that's right. Freaking like Seattle, Portland. But uh, now that you mentioned that, this is a, a little secret that we have uh, found out uh, at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Is that there are a lot of cities in, in the U.S that they are growing really, really fast on tech and they are uh, having a, a lot of startups to, to come over to the cities because maybe uh, big cities like San Francisco, LA, mm-hmm. Austin, living there, the, the cost of living is going really, really high. So it makes more sense if you can work remotely yeah. and you can build your, your company in, in a city that is not as, as, as expensive as those cities. Well, it makes a lot of sense. So you, you have to be frugal, right? I don't know if oh, that's yeah. the right word, but yeah, you need to be frugal on how you spend your money. Uh, even more if you're just an early stage startup. Yeah, I mean, yes, you're, I mean, beyond correct. Like, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just true. Like, and especially for remote workers, like the dude, cost of living. I mean, I don't know why most SaaS companies aren't remote i mean i like i like kind of like the hybrid model where you can hey if i gotta work from home today i can but i like going into the team i like seeing the team okay okay you know what i'm saying i I like that but hey let me ask you a question Mm -hmm, um you're building you're building your company you're building your brand you've been an entrepreneur for 10 years you've had companies and all this stuff i just want to get your take on this what does it take to build a trustworthy brand? Like, what does that mean to you? And, and what do you try? How do you approach that? Because, you know, you, you during the whole conversation, you've been, I mean, I love, I love what you're doing and it, <laughs> and it sounds amazing. Right. And I'm sorry, I'm just that, curious yeah. how you build that on the back end so that companies like in the U S and agencies in the, in central and Latin America, uh, go like, go for it. Right. So, wow. <laughs> That's a, a really good, good question. So, <laughs> Once we get accepted to the Capital Factor Accelerator, which is in Austin, Texas, um, we realized that one mentor, I was talking with a mentor there, and he told me the importance of being trustworthy, right, uh, for, yeah. for companies in the U.S. Because, yeah. like you mentioned uh, at the beginning of the program, there are a lot of companies offering these uh, software uh, services. If you need talent, you can get talent from... Asia, from Europe, from yeah. other regions, right? Yeah, and so yeah. uh, people get like 100 emails or 100 messages per week saying like, hey, do you need developers? Mm-hmm. So 
how can you trust somebody in this in this space, right? So right, right now we already have two years in, in the market with symbiosis and we have learned that uh, the first clients that we have, we, we got them uh, their testimonials and we share them on our website and we also ask them uh, for referrals. Referrals, word of mouth is incredible uh, mm-hmm. at this moment uh, for an early stage company, but we we continue to, to ask for more, more referrals and then mm-hmm. we realized that one way to 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 have these other companies trust in, in our in our project is that we we share uh, we make intros to, to our clients. It is better that other people talk about their experience than ourselves saying like ah this is what we do and we're the best like everyone else is doing right <laughs> like okay no you, you you can go directly with our clients with our active clients and they can share their their experience their their feedback and everything. And that that was uh, that was a, a way to create trust uh, uh, between the with, with the clients, and also uh, the other thing for us is super important. We understand it from day one that building trust with 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 our clients and with the leads that we have was key mm-hmm. in order to in order to succeed. So we're working on that. One effort that we are constantly doing is that we are hosting webinars and discussion panels. Our guy Eddie, who is in marketing. He's in charge of leading all that efforts and he's a rock star on that part. And he's helping us to invite more people um, to spread the word, you know, about, mm-hmm. about symbiosis and about their own experience. If they're uh, an expert on building products uh, or launching uh, startups or raising capital, we invite them to, to, to have a, uh, a take in, in, in our program so they can share. And that helps us to, to, to become like more robust, like more experts on our uh, on space. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you mentioned those two things really good. Like, I, I was actually thinking about that while you were saying that. I was like, man, that's so true, huh? Like, part one part of way to build trust is with like reviews and testimonials. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's a big one. And then obviously, like what you said, just giving out, you know, giving giving people what they need, offering people a lot of content and like free stuff and and, uh, you know, and just, you know, and being there for them, like, showing that you're, you know, showing that you're an expert and, you know, what you're talking about. I think, you know, I wrote a book um, quite a while ago. In fact, you know, now I, I've mentioned it a few times. I should probably go back and reread it. But <laughs> it's called Presence by Amy Cuddy. And she okay. said that people. She said that people just like make decisions like they, they make decisions quick and it's and it's confidence and competence. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, do you or, or excuse me, like, oh, excuse me. Yeah, it's warmth and competence. Like, do they care and do they know? Okay. And that's how people start to build. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. kind of like the, the incubator. That's where it all starts. And right. like, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of what you're saying. Right. Like establish yourself as an expert. Other people talk about you. You know what I mean? You know, you know, uh, you're saying something that is super, super important here. And um, given that Latin America is not like uh, it's not, not as known as India or Eastern Europe for providing software talent uh, to yeah. the US, we need, still need to to create this awareness uh, about it, right? So we yeah. still need to, to work on that. And uh, at the beginning, when we uh, I start talking with a lot of companies. US, the first comments that I got is, 
are there really good talent in Latin America? Uh, <laughs> do you guys have engineers right there? Thing like that, you know? So wow. it, it was, yeah. So it, it was important to start building trust in, in that matter. Like, yeah, you can check out their portfolios. These are senior developers that they have been working the same technologies, you know, like uh, JavaScript for uh, front-end development with React, Angular, backend with Python, machine learning. So these uh, blockchains, so these developers, are really, really good. They are super talented and they have their portfolios, their own experience, so they can validate their skills. So uh, it was more like you, you have to try, uh, to try them out, you know, like you just have to start working with them and see yeah. if it's a good fit or not. There's no other way around. So uh, the first company started hiring them and then we use them as referrals for, for the next slide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great, dude. And it's funny that you mentioned that. It's like, of course, there's people like that everywhere. You know what I mean? Everywhere. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Central in South America. But like, yeah, I mean, it's just funny how people like un unaware people can be. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Now, I like do. one one thing that's, you know, one thing that surprised me when we talked was like, um, just how how many come out of, you know, because I, I, I was like, yeah, there's, I, I mean, like, we're not the only economy in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was just like, but it was just like, oh yeah. I mean, obviously there's people down there doing their stuff, doing their thing, but then, you know, you're making a whole, I mean, you're creating an empire out of this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's what's up. Yeah. It's you know well, the first step of a, of a small empire. <laughs> you want to say like, just the first steps of it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. dude. So for you, in your experience, what's one of the most important pieces of, of a startup of, of like starting a business? The founders, but that's for sure. The founders, uh, the team yeah, that you, the, the team that you're building, uh, there is something that is key, and for everything, you know, like for your personal life or business, the team that you surround, the, the people that you surround with, uh, it will incentivize you to create more stuff, or they will to, 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 uh, to take you out of, uh, of the projects, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to say it, but it is important to be surrounded with people that share the same values than you. That's one of oh, the yeah. most the most important things that you share the same vision. And I, I know that this is probably like uh, it sounds like a record, you know, like everyone says this <laughs> and everything, but it is so important, so so important that you share the same goals with the people because it will make it easier. Yeah, when uh, there's always problems, there, there's always like bad times during a company like you mentioned that you need to to stay there and to to to, to solve them and it's important to be to be with your with your friends uh, i would say that if, you, if you're going to start a company start it with a friend that's that's for sure because you share a lot of experiences before and that will help you go through the, the bad times you know like you, you can yeah. you can recall a, a story with, with your friends going to the beach or going to a party or thing like that and you will say like okay you know what it doesn't matter dude <laughs> just keep working on this you know so, <laughs> Interesting. so yeah it, it is so important at least from my, my standpoint of view, uh, i believe that it's so so important to, to have yeah. that as a background that's cool that you mentioned like a friend i mean and so yeah, dude, like your friend, right? That's yeah. cool, man. Cause you know, it's the partnerships are tough too. Yeah. You know, at what point, you know, at what point do you say like we are friends, but we're also, but this is also our business. And like, do you mix those or do you try to keep them separate or, or how do you do that? Okay. So uh during the business, 
you have to yeah. keep it separate. You know, like okay. uh, you have to okay. keep it separate. But you know, uh, at the end, you're still friends. Uh, maybe you say like after work, we can go and grab a couple of beers, uh, have a barbecue during the weekend. <laughs> with, you know, that, that's that's super cool. But during the work, it's like okay, we are uh, co-workers. We need to pull this thing out, and we we need to solve this problem and. And yeah. that, that's that's the thing, but uh, there's it, it makes all the difference to have uh, your friends, even though that you might be working uh, with them. And uh, there's a there's this thing that you shouldn't work with friends and families, right? Because you sure, will, sure. Uh, lose the friendship, or <laughs> you're going to you will have yeah. a bad time with your family during Christmas. Yeah. But uh, the thing here is that it, it doesn't it, it, it depends, right? If you're not a yeah. If you're not a bad person, uh, there's always a way to solve problems and it is better to have your friends with you and it is always better to, to work uh, on things that you, you, you both care uh, about and friendship will always solve and they will always overcome the, the problems and the, the ill issues that come along. Yeah, I think you're right. When you're in a business, you want a partner, you know what I mean? You, you want somebody that you, you know, you want somebody that you've worked with before. Who's like, you know, you know how they're going to react in certain situations. Yeah. You know, you know how, you know, what's going to happen. So, I mean, that's great. You know, if that's, if that's your buddy, you know, yeah. um, but you're right. You're right. Like it depends. Like I, I started a business with one of my friends and uh, so far it's been great, you know? So far, it's been nice. And, uh, and you know, ho hopefully we keep doing that. And I don't see why it wouldn't go that way. But, uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's something that you, you see uh, for the long term, right? That you see yeah, yourself yeah. 10 years, uh, 15 years from now working with the same people. And, and that's okay. You're thinking like, I'm going to change uh, in three years to another company because there's just bad blood <laughs> right here or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't work like that, that because, you know, uh, those those guys from from before starting the company and one one of the main uh, reasons why I mentioned that uh, team is one of the most important things for while uh, uh, building your your company is because well being part of this business incubator in, in college uh, it taught us that one of the main reasons why uh, startups don't succeed and they they die uh, in the first two years is because. Uh, co-founders, uh, they they separate, right? And so they they they, they have like a I don't know a problems and falling out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So and and then well, one one founder is unable to continue to work, and they decide that yeah, there's not a go, and they they stop the company, right? So uh, that's that's a big problem, and one of the, the main reasons why VCs, uh, early stage VCs uh, or any investors. Uh, ask for a, for a good team is because they know that if they fell out and they, they separate, uh, the whole company will suffer about it. So yeah. that's, that's why, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're not on the same t page with the, you know, if the leaderships, if the board or, you know, executives aren't on the same page, then yeah, that's a real problem. It is. It, it is. You know, that, that's a good point, man. That's a way good point. Well, like, Dude, I, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got to meet. I'm glad we got to talk, dude. So what, uh, you know, you guys are moving to the next step. I mean, where, where, where are you hoping this goes, man? 
Right. So uh, for the next step in, in, the, in the short term, we need to release new features uh, on our website and our platform as well uh, in order to automate a lot of process because uh, it might seem like it's automated <laughs> right now, but it's not. <laughs> well, not, not, yeah. least, not all of it, right? So uh, yeah. there's a lot of effort from from uh, uh, from team uh, doing all the, the stuff, like uh, processing sometimes the payments internally. It seems like yeah. it's automated, but sometimes it's us also sending the invoices and doing all those kind of stuff. Like an interview, yeah. they're already automated, but we need to follow up and realize that the partner already accepted the interviews, so the, the developer will be there, the thing like that, you know? So we, we see yeah. on that part, um, but we're, we're moving really, really fast on that part. Uh, I'm really proud of the team because they are, they are working uh, all the issues, all the problems, and we're building a, a product from scratch. So that's, that's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> that's, that's cool. And well, uh, from the, we're looking to raise some funding. Uh, at the moment, we're yeah. raising a pre-seed round. So we, we, we will try to, to get this, this by the end of the year. That's our, our goal. And, and yeah, that, that will allow us to accelerate because we have been bootstrapping uh, for yeah. two years now. And that has helped us a lot to learn about yeah. the market, to how to, how to be fruitful, like I mentioned before, like how to yeah. use the things that matter, that, that yeah. really, really matters. And, and, and that's it. That's our, 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 our story now. We, we need to keep moving to position ourselves as a, as a company. Uh, we need to build uh, this brand awareness about, uh, around symbiosis with companies in the U.S. sourcing for talent in, in, in the region. So that's our, our main goal at the moment. Oh, that's great, man. Holy cow, that's cool. Well, good, man. So if somebody's listening to this podcast and they want to check you out, like what's your website? What's right. your what's your app? Tell us how to find you, dude. Sure. So our website is symbiosis that theme. Uh, symbiosis with eyes instead of Y. Like they say, like in Spanish, it's symbiosis yeah. all the all the, the eyes. And um, my my personal email is Omar at symbiosis that That's my oh, email. You can you can uh, send me a message. I'll be more than glad to, to help you out in case that you have, if you're looking for talent, uh, I'll be more than happy to jump in on a call and help you out. Heck yeah, man. Well, Hey dude, I, I love it, man. I love what you're doing. I appreciate it. And, uh, and, uh, I'll, uh, I'll definitely make sure all of that's available for everybody, but thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate your time. Dalton. It was a pleasure. It was such a great experience uh, to talk with you. I really enjoy it. Uh, I, I, I'm really looking forward uh, to, to collaborate maybe in another another time, maybe in three months, four months. I don't know. Be, yeah, being back to your program, it will be great, man. <laughs> I'm all about <laughs> it, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay.